Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Welcome in. Very big show today. We appreciate you being here. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. We've got some Blackhawks news to get to you right off the top of the show. And then at 3 o'clock, or if you're listening on the audio podcast, about uh, 25 minutes from now, you're going to hear from Blackhawks prospects Kevin Korczynski, Nolan Allen, and Colton Dock, all three of them members of the Seattle Thunderbirds as they head into their playoff series against Kelowna, which begins Friday. Can't wait. Fellas, how we doing? Looking forward yes. to this show. This should be a this should be definitely a, a a great great conversation today. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's it's not every day we get to chat with uh, a hockey player, let alone three, uh, and three <laughs> guys that are really at the top of mind for a, a lot of Blackhawks fans. You know, we talk about players that could potentially be Blackhawks next season. You know, if you squint real hard. You could see maybe one, maybe two, maybe all three. I don't know. It's going to be Who really knows? interesting. I, I, I'm, I'm really uh, interested to hear what these guys have to say because um, they are very, very important prospects as things go with the Chicago Blackhawks. But let's start with the day's news as we wait for those guys to join the show here shortly. Uh, the news of the day announced uh, today right at noon. The Blackhawks have agreed to terms with forward Brett Sini on a one-year two-way contract that runs through next season, obviously $775,000. If you remember, he made his debut this year on January 6th. He had one goal in seven games. He's 27 years old, so not really a prospect. But as we look at what the organization has valued here lately, um, having depth in Rockford, having uh, options to call up that can hold their own at the NHL, those things have value, and Brett Cini checks both those boxes. Yeah, he's being rewarded for having a really nice season down in Rockford. He's been one of their leading point producers all season long. It, more of a veteran guy, but you need those players down in, in Rockford, too, for, for a multitude of reasons. A, to be a little bit of leadership, provide, you know, the offense. Those guys play more consistently than your, their, your prospects. And then... As we're going to see next year, there's going to be more legit prospects in Rockford. More of these recent prospects are going to start showing up in the AHL. So when you have a guy like Sini there, not only is he a guy that can provide veteran leadership, help guys acclimate to the pro games, not only on the ice, but off the ice. Some of these guys, they come into an AHL camp, they don't know how to set up a phone bill or pay their rent. They need adults in the room to help them out with things that you wouldn't even think about because that's always been taken care of for them. Mm -hmm. But 
next season when we have some more of these prospects playing in Rockford, when you have the inevitable injuries and you need guys to come up for a couple of games, Sini's the guy that can come up and then you're not throwing a young, inexperienced kid to the Wolves where you might hurt his confidence. He could stay in Rockford playing his role and a guy like Sini can come in and give you 12, 13 minutes on that fourth line and not kill you. Yeah, I, I think it's a it's it's a solid move. It's a depth move. It's it's reward like you said, rewarding a guy who has played the role that he was supposed to in the organization this year. He's played it very well. Um, so yeah, it's it, it's it's good. It's it's not gonna you know, it's not really gonna push anybody out of the lineup next year. And and really there's so much still to be decided about the lineup anyway. So um having a guy like that who could be a either a depth NHLer or, you know, in your in your top lines of your AHL team, it's totally fine. And and he's been he's been good for Rockford this year. So uh good for him. He's earned it. Make sure if you're watching us on YouTube, you smash that like button for us. We greatly appreciate that. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel as well. If you're listening on the podcast apps, make sure you are following or subscribe there as well. And if you got a few minutes, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I would greatly appreciate that. Uh, we all would. We all would, would certainly enjoy that. I like your point too, Greg, about how early in the year, if you've got some young players playing in Rockford next year, like let's say potentially Jalen Lipen, somebody like that, and – an injury happens and you know he's not nhl ready just yet maybe towards the end of the year you also got guys like Ryder ralston who's going to play in rockford and it kind of goes on and on landon slagger will probably be there um you know those are guys who are going to be getting their first taste of professional hockey you're going to want to give them some time in rockford to get their feet under them and having guys like Sini and gutman and all those kind of like more veteran type uh ahl forwards that does help you kind of ease those guys in. And then hopefully eventually, because look, let's be honest. While I don't think next year we're all going to be completely focused on the tank every night of every game, there's still going to be, not. yeah, but there's still going to be one of the bottom, you know, five or six teams in the league next year. Uh, so then later in the year, you start calling up the next little batch of prospects to see what you have and giving them a little bit of a taste uh, as the season goes on. So I like it. There's really no downside to this. Sini uh, seems like a good kid. Good man, I guess is probably the better, the better <laughs> way to put it. Um, but yeah, you can, I just think you can't have too many of these guys. And it's not just, like you said, Greg, it's not just the on ice stuff. It's, you know, here's how to make food, right? This I heard that this from Troy Murray last night that when Reichel got to Rockford this year, like Alex Vlasic really took him under his wing. And Vlasic's only 21, but he's like, hey, man, you can't just be having you know, chicky tendies every day. You got to be able to, you got to have a nutritious <laughs> hockey lifestyle. You know what I mean? And he kind of took him under his wings. on like, how to pay your bills, how to get a phone plan, like all the yeah. sort of things you got to do. These, those laundry guys come in handy. They really come in handy. Yeah, these, these are kids that have either lived with a billet house for the last five years where it's basically living at home with mom and dad, or you've been in college where your meals are cooked, provided for you. And I'm yeah. sure the athletic department, takes care of all the little things that you don't that us normies have to you know <laughs> do every day um so yeah it's it's a it's a it could be a culture shock for some of these kids who's never bought a thing of tide pods in their life and now they don't know how to open the top because i can't even get it open <laughs> half the time so <laughs> when i get it open i leave it open because i don't have kids here and i'm not going to eat them yeah. Well, well, yeah. Tempting. Well, and and unfortunately for Reichel, when he got to Rockford, the uh, the only German restaurant in town had shut down, so that was unfortunate. Oh man, what was the only German restaurant? 
I don't remember the name. Oh, I looked okay. it up. I looked it up like two years ago, and it was like permanently closed. I was like, ah, I'm surprised they had one. That's all right. That's all right. Chalupa, Chalupa is is the same in any language. Yeah, <laughs> and a former Blackhawk. I uh, got a comment yes. uh, from Bex who says, uh, "Did you say Landon Slagger? Do you know something we don't? He has not signed yet. No, he is not signed yet. Uh, neither has Jake Wise. I saw someone in the chat. Uh, Bill asked about that as well. No, but um, you know, just talking about." guys who could potentially be here uh i think it seems like slaggart's probably in their plans don't you think uh yeah i think i think he's in the plans and but i i think he's going to go back for his senior year um at notre dame because i mean it's it's there's no rush on him and also he didn't really have the best season this year so maybe you know it could be a a a situation where it's partly like hey like i kind of want to you know unfinished business quote unquote um and also too his dad is the coach his younger brother is going to be a freshman there next year like you know he he was able to play with his older brother uh for a few years there get an opportunity to play with his younger brother too um that's probably more incentive uh to to stick around for one more year um probably be named captain at notre dame like it's 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 not a bad thing if if he doesn't sign um this summer and then yeah jake wise i mean his season just ended um maybe he's getting some time to kind of wind down a little bit from that uh but i mean i I, again i I think he's kind of one of those tweeners like it wouldn't hurt but also is he just going to be buried anyways it's 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 an interesting situation i mean that that's he's not an nhl plans guy next year either way Um, and with all the things you mentioned it, it would make sense if it was me if all if I checked all the boxes you just listed from Landon Slaggart, I'd want to stay at Notre Dame and get get the opportunity to play with both your brothers to play under your. I mean, like, why not? You know, right? It's like South Bend, Rockford. Like, take your pick. You know, I don't think <laughs> I don't think going back to Notre Dame for a year is going to have any real impact on his NHL future at all. It's not going to so. hinder him or anything like that, right? No. Um, Joel's asking in the chat about Arthur uh, Kayumov uh, if he's still on the radar maybe he's an older i i barely I, i've been putting him in the rebuild report because he barely fits the uh but he's 25 if it's not happening this if he doesn't sign this summer it's probably not happening he his khl contract ended as did the season he signed just a one-year extension with locomotive last year um so he is going to be a technically a free agent so Blackhawks own his draft rights from way back in 2016. So if it's going to happen, it's going to happen this summer. And that could be a guy that could be an interesting player if he does come over because he's got already six or seven, eight years of KHL experience. It's not going to hurt him coming here. So I don't really know for sure if he's still in the plans. But if it doesn't happen, if he resigns in the KHL, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Um, and before I tell all the good people about some delicious beer, uh, the Blackhawks also signed uh, another player yesterday. Uh, Antti Sorella uh, gets his in- uh, entry-level contract, a two-year deal. Uh, Greg, you've been following him with the uh, the rebuild report. This is another This is another guy who's kind of like been kind of hanging around in Europe for a few years, and now he's uh, finally under contract. Yeah, he's. Uh, we talked a little bit about him on the post game last night um, because that game was so wonderful. So what else should we talk ah. about? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's twenty one, not as polished as it came off, but he'll 
probably he'll come over and he'll probably be one of those young forwards on the ice hogs next year uh getting acclimated to the game but he's a 21 year old forward has played both center and wing dealt with some injuries this year i think he missed about a total of maybe six weeks total with two separate injuries came back for the playoffs had a goal in the postseason good skater decent playmaker he's got a really good shot uh his brother was in the blackhawk system for literally like two months uh alexi sorella uh, yeah he was he came over in the uh calvin dehan trade from the hurricanes he won the calder cup with the charlotte checkers when they beat the wolves in 2019 uh, and then they traded him to the Florida Panthers because he didn't want to play in the AHL, and that didn't exactly work out for him either. But uh, <laughs> Auntie Sorella uh, should be – I would expect to see him in training camp. Pro- well, he'll most likely be at prospect camp and then uh, training camp, and I, I expect him to get an AHL season in and, and maybe add some offense down there. Well, that would be fun to see. Uh, give, yeah, give us any any new shiny toy to kind of – play with and, yep. and 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 pay attention to yeah uh that's that's going to be what we're looking for uh and if if you're looking for something uh new and shiny and fun to play with uh might i suggest picking up some goose island beer because they have some of the best beer and best designs uh for all of their beer cans uh for their deep roster of beer they are the official beer company of chgo and chicago's beer since 1988 talking about the delicious variety of uh beers and the beautiful designs that they have talk about the blackhawks pale ale uh celebrating the blackhawks uh, this season with their limited release pale ale acknowledging uh, also the acknowledging the blackhawks <laughs> acknowledging their existence this year yes uh the bold city 312 also a limited release uh their can matching the uh 2022 23 city edition municipal jerseys uh it's a great looking can i'm sure it's a great looking jersey i'm not sure if i've caught it yet uh, then you got the Bourbon County Stout, the uh, Beer Hug IPA, the Green Line, the Matilda, and of course, in that nice golden distinguishable can, the 312, the staple of Goose Island's roster. If you want to try any of these beers, uh, you can go to two of their local locations because they are open and ready to welcome you. You can get a beer right from their innovation tanks at Goose Island Tap Room, which is located at 1800 West Fulton, or you can pair a smash burger with your fresh beer of the week at the original Clybourne Brew House. That's located at 1800 North Clybourne. For reservations and pickup, go to gooseisland.com slash locations. And if you want to grab yourself a Goose Island at a hockey game, you can do that at the United Center. We had our takeover at the Goose Island Pub there, and there are four home games left. And if you want to get in, you know the place to do it is game time. They are the hottest new ticketing site, and they make it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports concerts and shows if you've ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could like 50 yard line right behind luke richardson courtside at a bulls game behind home plate opening day right here it's possible with the game time app the biggest last minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy and you will not find a better deal this season on blackhawks tickets tomorrow night hawks and blues at the uc 18 bucks gets you in the door saturday against the uh really exciting and awesome new jersey devils that's 40 bucks gets you in the door that's still below face value minnesota and philly wrap up the home season 18 dollars for the wild 19 for the flyers and that's only going to go down 
as the games get closer. So you're going to want to jump on that game time app. Now they guarantee the lowest price. So if you see it on some jabroni website, if it's somehow cheaper, you contact our friends at game time and they will match it. And if you love CHGO, then you're going to love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Get in the habit. When you know you need tickets to something, go click our link, bookmark our link, and you will help us out while you save on your tickets. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all of your favorite events. So there you have it. Yep. Good stuff. Yep. Got the got the blues in town tomorrow night. Yeah. That's one of those ones where you uh, one of those opponents where you're like, eh, yeah, the tank, but I don't want the blues to feel joy. Yeah, it'd be nice to beat them. <laughs> you can't you're not gonna lose all 82. No. And I don't think you're going to lose every one of these final games. But um, if they put up a performance like last night, they, they probably are going to lose. That. Yeah. But I don't know what the Blues are capable of doing what the Stars did. <laughs> hey, just just get under Bennington's skin and anything can happen. Yeah, we could have a we could have a Pudwack moment of the night. Is that is that something that's been sponsored yet? Maybe for next year. The uh, Pillsbury sure. Pudwack moment of the night or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, the Fubo Pudwack moment of the night. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, we got a few minutes here as we're waiting for uh, our trio of Blackhawks prospects to join us. And in case you missed the show last night, um, Jonathan Tave spoke after the morning skate for a long, long time and expressed a lot of his feelings about his future. Um, he sounded frustrated. He sounded um discouraged i think would be a way to say it it does feel like he's going to do everything he can to get back and play the last two or three games this year if he can at least one more Uh, but very much wrestling with the fact that his time in chicago is likely up his nhl career could very well be up uh and uh he said like i can force myself to get up and get out of bed and and fight through this pain but he said quote to what end and that that's the thing that really stuck with me. So, fellas, now that we're about 24 hours removed, have you gotten any sort of, in terms of your own opinions on what's going to happen with Taves, any kind of more clarity, any sort of, I don't know, you're feeling any differently about it today than you did yesterday, I guess what I would ask. Um, not really. Uh, the Blackhawks didn't have practice today. Uh, so tomorrow's morning skate, we'll see, um, probably see him out there again. Hopefully that would be, that would be a continuous continuing good sign that he's uh keeping going but yeah i mean it's it's like we said last night it's it's tough to hear it's tough to hear anybody e- even you know take take the the ice hockey career away from from who jonathan taze is as a as a player you know even just hearing you know as as a person dealing with dealing with these these ailments and you know not being able to enjoy the life that you had previously experienced um you know simple simple things that you know he enjoyed doing as part of you know his 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 life for the last you know 16 17 18 years of you know being a a top tier hockey player was being with being with teammates and being able to go out to dinners and 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 enjoy those times and you know to be able to have off seasons where you're resting your body in a normal fashion, but you're also, you know, keeping yourself in shape and, 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 you know, being able to enjoy those activities. And from what Tay said, it was basically just like, I just, after games, after practices, I'm just going home and I'm sitting on the couch and I'm just trying to let my body heal itself. He's not able to, to do all those things that he used to, even things that you wouldn't think would, would, you know, cause a, 
you know, be physically taxing. Like, oh, you're just going out to dinner. Well, it's just what he's going through is like just getting up, getting out, being active in any way. Getting out of bed. Uh, is is yeah exactly is is causing these uh these issues and these flare-ups and you know the 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 chronic uh inflammation uh or immune response syndrome is causes inflammation in his body and it is his it's just it it makes it so everything kind of hurts and it's just not it's not something that i would would expect anyone to really be able to kind of like push through, let alone play in the NHL. Um, so what he's been doing is, is, is kind of incredible physically and mentally to get through it um, just to, just to be able to get through it. So, you know, he said like, he feels like more damage is being done than, than good. I don't know. I, I, I still feel like if, if, or when he, um, he plays, this season to the end of the season, I think, I think that's it. I think that's what he'll, that's what he'll finish his, his NHL career with. And it's, it's tough. It's sad. We talked about it last night. It's just really unfair to, um, to see someone whose career was so distinguished and was at such a high level. Um, think about like that season, the 18, 19 and nineteen twenty seasons, we weren't really talking about like Taze as falling off at all. Like he had his career best season in in eighteen nineteen, and then nineteen twenty before everything shut down. Like he was still producing pretty well, even in the bubble he was still producing. But then it just like, boom, all came crashing down, and it all just lined up with, you know, his uh, his health issues. Yeah, it, it definitely feels like a guy who is setting the table to announce a retirement soon, and it sucks. It sucks. We talked about it last night. If you didn't check, if you didn't hear last night's episode, uh, feel free to go check it out. We also put up a little uh, shorter little segment of it on our YouTube page. If you want to check that out to youtube.com slash sports. Our guests are standing by. So before we get to them, we want to remind everybody that DraftKings Sportsbook is the official betting partner of CHGO and All City. They've got those great NBA no sweat same game parlays. Opening days tomorrow. Get those preseason wagers in now. There was a boost, a plus 300 boost on everything yesterday. So I got Aaron Judge plus 500 to lead Major League Baseball in home runs. That seemed like free money. It never is, but it felt like it. (laughs) Get those bets in now before first pitch is thrown. Cannot wait for opening day. It's going to be really, really nice and trash on Friday. So enjoy those games tomorrow. Download the app now and sign up with code CHGO. New customers, you can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And if you're looking for ways to have a little more spending money to throw in that DraftKings account in case you bet like I do, meaning you don't win very often, uh, you can call our friends at the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program because they're committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve save money and 
energy. Who doesn't want more money and more energy? I know I do. ComEd offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or virtually and last about two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects and that, that they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include an estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. Don't wait. Get started saving money and energy right now for energy saving tips and to schedule your free facility assessment. Go to comed.com slash powering biz, B-I-Z. Check them out. And now it gives us great pleasure here on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast to welcome in a trio of guests. They are your Seattle Thunderbirds and your future Chicago Blackhawks. We've got Colton Dock, Kevin Korchinski, and Nolan Allen standing by in Seattle. What's up, fellas? Thanks for doing this. We appreciate it. Hey, how's it going? Everything's great. Everything's great. Thanks for being here. We're how's things going with you guys? You got the uh, playoffs getting uh, getting underway soon. Yeah, we uh, we got playoffs lined up here Friday. Just kind of getting in the swing of things, getting our practices in order here, and you know, doing a little team building activities. Yeah, like Doctor said, we're going to the barbecue after this. So a uh, little team building, and uh, yeah, we're uh, we're ready to go. We play Kelowna, so it should be should be fun. We got big aspirations this year. Oh man, barbecue. No wonder yeah, you guys jumped on a little early. <laughs> jumped on a little early so you can get to that barbecue. Totally understand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, you guys have spent a lot of time together, even before the, the trades put the three of you guys there in Seattle. You guys have had training camps, development camps here in Chicago. You, Team Canada uh, runs as well. How has that previous playing experience together helped build your chemistry that you guys got going on Seattle? Because obviously it's working for you guys up there. Yeah, I think, well, obviously, like, even before the Hockey Canada, we're, we're all at development camp together, and I think that just, you know, helps us bond, and uh, like you said, we're, we're all, we're together here, we're together in Hockey Canada, it's it's nice to be around these guys, I mean, they're, they're really good guys, they're both, you know, upbeat, funny guys to hang around with, so it's it's been uh, it's been a, ple- a pleasure for sure. Yeah, I think just playing with each other has been awesome, like, uh, you want to play with your friends, the guys that you know, and uh two really good hockey players so since we've got them we've been rolling really well so it's been uh, it's been awesome to have them and just be around the room with them yeah like like Cap said getting to know these guys you know through the through the Blackhawks over the summer so it's nice to actually get to play uh, a year with them here and you know hopefully uh, stick together for a long time coming uh, earlier this year fellas we headed to uh, Notre Dame to go see Landon Slagger and Ryder Ralston play uh, we were also scouting Adam Fantilli who they were playing Michigan and we got to catch up with Ralston after the game and he really praised the Blackhawks um, development system in terms of you know being in touch with you guys communicating a, a clear plan of development what has your experience been you know playing in the in the Western Hockey League now what level of contact have you had with uh, the development folks at the Blackhawks uh yeah i think i think they do an outstanding job uh i think that's one of the first things i kind of realized with them uh, last year coming back to junior right away 
they were, you know, reaching out and they were coming down to watch my first few games and, and do video of, of those games and kind of just go over some goals that, you know, I wanted for myself and, and to, to see where I can strive to, to be. And I think they do a, an outstanding job with that and reaching out over the summer as well. And just in case, you know, we need anything, you know, on or off the ice, they, they do a really good job with uh, staying in touch with us. Yeah, like Docker said, I agree with everything. Like they're they're awesome at just uh, helping you find the little things you want to improve in your game, and just whether it's video, whether they're just kind of talking about your games and um, coming down. They're they're really supportive of you, so that's that's exactly what you want, and uh, um, it makes a it makes a huge difference. Yeah, there's there's so many resources. I mean, uh, you know, you look at on the ice, you can do videos with. Um, you know, player development guys, or there's, uh, you know, we got nutritionists and, um, you know, Christian to help with, with the off-ice workouts and just stuff like that. I mean, there's resources for everything, which is super nice. So, you know, so, so specifically, you mentioned nutrition, uh, Nolan. Do they talk to you about, like, what parts of your game they want you to work on? Like, hey, we want you to work on your edge work or your, you know, your defensive positioning or your, your play in front of the net, are they giving you specific things to work on or do they sort of leave that in the hands of, of your coaches in Seattle? Yeah. I mean, uh, they, they leave a little bit in that, in the hands of the coaches here, obviously, you know, letting them do their job, but you know, with, with video and when they come watch, they're always given, uh, you know, little, little tips and pointers, whether it be showing you video on defensive positioning, like you said, or it's different for every guy. Yeah. So, um, but they definitely do do that. Yeah, just like for me, like um, just kind of working on my stick. That's something that um, they kind of brought to my notice is not having it kind of like swing too much. So just little things like that that maybe you don't notice in your game that um, when you watch the game, you can kind of notice and see that hey, that's something you can improve on. It's just little things like that. Obviously, we have some of the best coaches um, in the league, and they know so much about the game. So they kind of teach us um, every day and just kind of try and get us to, to the pro level. It's awesome. So. Now, it's not too uh, typical to have, you know, a bunch of teammates all, you know, at least three guys all on the same uh, same junior team with that are under the same NHL organization. So, Kevin, you, you started the year. Uh, you've, you've been in Seattle for a, few, a while now. What was it like kind of as the season progressed and then, you know, Nolan jo- joined the fold and then after the uh, the trade deadline, Colton joined in? Like, what was that process for, for you having been the, you know, the guy that was already there in Seattle and then uh Nolan and, and Colton, what was it like, kind of as as that process happened to becoming teammates and now being on a, a pretty loaded Seattle team? Yeah, I think at the start of the year we had a we had really big aspirations. We had a really good team, and then um, once we started adding players, it just kind of took off, and we got one of the best teams in the CHL. So um, yeah, when you get the kind of news you're training for, whether it's Al or Doc, or you you get really excited. That's a really good hockey player, and somebody's your friend. So. Um, yeah, it was just really exciting once those moves got announced, once we were told. And um, just knowing the guys previously, I can kind of reach out and just kind of let them know what's, what our goals are and just what it's going to be like. So, um, yeah, it was awesome having them. I'm happy we made those deals. They paid off uh, huge for us. Have you fellas been keeping an eye on what's going on in Chicago? Yeah, I know you saw you know, all the trades going on. I know Colton, for sure, you had a connection in Chicago. We'll get to that a little bit later as we go on with the conversation. But uh, I think as prospects, you guys can look at the situation here and say, hey, like the door's <clears throat> open for all of us to potentially make the team as quickly as next year. Is that motivating? Is it intimidating? What's it like to, to have that kind of that, that apple you know, waiting for you next year at prospect camp? <laughs> Yeah, I think, uh, like you said, like our goal ever since we were young, like, you know, I, I just know if these guys without even asking them, their their goal was to make the NHL. So 
you know, that's that's what you know every every Canadian kid and you know, a hockey player when they're growing up, that's what they want to do. So, you know, obviously we're gonna we're gonna give it our best every every time we're up, out, you know, out playing hockey or in the in the gym training, just trying to trying to make that uh, goal become a reality and you know and stick in the NHL as well, not just be there for a little bit up and down and, and try and you know become a, a good professional. What uh, you guys got a, an interesting first round playoff matchup there, especially for Colton uh, facing uh, you. See, I can already tell this is this is gonna be a fun one for you, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's definitely it's nice to be on this side of it, you know, for for this year. Last year I was uh, I was on the other side of it. And, didn't go didn't go our way so you know if you can't beat them join them but yeah it's uh <laughs> it's gonna be a you know a great uh, great time obviously you know this this team uh we're trying to do something special here so we're really looking forward to it and you know this first round couldn't uh couldn't have lined up better for you know, uh for us all right we've got our first question from the audience here and they paid to ask it so i gotta ask it kevin uh new schooler is asking what number you might wear in chicago so you can grab your jersey <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I don't know. I, I've worn 14 all my life, but I guess doesn't not really on my mind too too much right now. It's trying to make make the team, you could say. So, um, yeah, probably 14, though, if I could choose. Oh, you're abandoning 55 that quickly? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> 55 is a great number, man. Yeah, it looks pretty good, but uh, no, I've rocked 14 my whole life. So. All right, what about uh, Colton? Nolan, how about you guys with jersey numbers? Any thought to it? Uh, I think I like always had like the growing up like you guys saw with Kirby he was seventy seven like we were always you know had a seven in our number so I think yeah I'd kind of like to stay with that you know whatever kind of goes but you know I don't really care about the jersey <laughs> the number I just you know want to play in the NHL yeah I'm I haven't put too much thought in it I mean I'm two here and I don't think I'll be able to wear that in Chicago so uh, <laughs> yeah I, I have no idea. <laughs> Eric Weinrich would never allow that. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, Colton, if you stick with 77 when you get here, a lot of people will be happy they can bust out their old jerseys again and be like, hey, I got a new jersey a second time. Yeah, I think that'd save a lot of people a lot of money, but uh, don't know if Kirby would be happy with that one. So. <laughs> well, I want to ask you about that. I know, you know, one of my the coolest things we saw in the last few years is the day the Hawks drafted you. And then Kirby basically runs in a room and tackles you. Uh, he's so excited to see you get drafted and gives you his jersey with the name on it and everything. Uh, that weird like pandemic draft. Um, what was it like for you to hear that that he moved on to Montreal? I know it must have been tough. Yeah, it was definitely one of the hardest things to you know to get get over. And uh, I actually still remember you know the the entire day leading up to it. You know, it was just. You know, we're on the we're on the golf course. We come home, <clears throat> take a nap, and I, I wake up to you know him telling me he was he was traded. So you know, it was definitely uh, definitely a shock um, for me and, and my family. And you know, when when Kirby was drafted there, you know, we thought that was going to be you know he's going to play there his whole career, and uh, we were looking really looking forward to it. And then when I was when I was drafted there, we we were kind of. You know, we kind of really got. That's when we kind of really got close, and it was you know it was a special bond between us, and we were going to play together and, and play our future of, of hockey together. And you know, when that was kind of taken away, it was it was a little hard on hard on us and our family. About how is he doing in Montreal? Is he? I know he's playing well. The numbers have been there. I know he's battled some injuries, but is he is he finding his way there? Is he happy? Yeah, I think that was one of the biggest things I kind of noticed with him is you know his, his attitude is. 
it was uh it was really happy and he was very fortunate to get the opportunity he's getting there now and he's you know it's a, it's a great group for him you know there's a lot of young guys on there so they're they're doing a really good job of bonding and gelling together you know off the ice and you can kind of see it how it translates back onto the ice one of the things we talk about a lot when talking about him and a lot of the prospects that were here before Kyle Davidson and Luke Richardson arrived is some of them sort of felt rushed and and I'm I would I don't I'm not going to spend the whole day talking about Kirby but I it's interesting to everybody because everybody really liked him here and um I, f- I feel like a lot of people think he, he might have been rushed a little bit and I think he felt a lot of pressure to perform right away and maybe that change of scenery and you could verify this better than anybody did the change of scenery kind of lift that weight off his shoulders of okay I don't have to live up to the ex- expectations of being the third overall pick I can just go be Kirby Doc again yeah, I think I think for him though, the first three years, you know, like that's you know, you know, his first year, he's he's playing as an eighteen-year-old. There's a lot of pressure there. Uh, second year, he's coming off uh, you know an injury that there's a lot of pressure for him to to produce there as well. And then third year is is its contract year, so you know he, he kind of had three huge years of, of a lot of pressure and a lot of stuff on his shoulders. And you know, I think uh, that that change for him. Uh, you know whether if, if he did stay in Chicago or if he if he moved on that fourth year, I, you know, I think we all knew that was gonna you know this was gonna be his year to to come through and, and shine and show everyone that you know he can he can be that that top guy on, on the team. Well, talking about you know uh, pressure um, and and with the Blackhawks and, and and this market and where the team is at right now, I think there is uh, maybe a, a sense that some of that pressure has kind of released a little bit. And I don't know if you guys see it either, you know, through social media or whatnot, but there's, there's a, in Chicago, there's a big sense of, you know, investment and excitement for the future. And do you guys, do you guys see that from Blackhawks fans, um, you know, either in, in your mentions or comments or anything like that on social media? Like, is that something that you, you guys are kind of sensing already, even before being here that like, there is a, a big sense of excitement for, for what's next for the organization and you three being likely big parts of it yeah all right yeah i think uh we got a lot of good prospects and got a really good direction going got a, a really good thing going as an organization so um obviously that's that's huge and you got to get excited excited for that um and that kind of just going forward you're just going to kind of trend upwards and just get better and better so um yeah a lot to be excited for and uh it's 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 hopefully gonna be really special What's on the uh, what's on the docket for the barbecue? I see you guys keep looking to your left. Like, is that is like the grill fired up right over there? Or are you guys are you guys deferring to Nolan, the veteran? Like, are we allowed? To- yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. We, we just don't know who's answering the questions. <laughs> the six person weave is uh, is a, is a fun way to do a podcast. But uh, so yeah, so so this is a a pre playoff, you know, kind of loosening up celebration. You guys are having having a barbecue and stuff. Yeah, just a little team bonding. We wanna we wanna have a really tight group. We already have a tight group, but um, just a bit of team bonding before we get into kind of the thick of things. We got a really busy schedule coming up, so um, yeah, just uh, kind of some guys time and just talk, kind of um, play games outside and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, you guys are uh, a tight knit group, and we saw last week uh, the team sort of on their own decided to to wear the pride tape. Uh, pre-game in support of uh, Luke Prokop, who's a teammate of yours. Uh, talk about the uh, the decision to kind of do that as a team without any sort of prompting from the organization. It seemed like a, a team decision. You guys all got together and did it, and uh, that that made waves here, that's for sure. Yeah, I think uh, obviously with, with Luke, uh, you know, and everything going on 
you know, everyone's included. And, uh, you know, in today's day, day and age, you know, there's nobody's going to be excluded from, from trying to play hockey or, or any sport for that matter. And, uh, yeah, like you said, with, with Luke, we want to show him that, you know, we, we support him and, and we have his back on, you know, on everything. And uh, I think that was a that was a great job by all of us and all the the staff, coaching staff, wearing some some rainbow ties as well to to show their support for for him as well. Yeah, like Doctor said, I think everybody in this organization supports Luke, and just um, <coughs> hockey should be for everybody. Like um, hockey's been the thing that kind of brought the most joy to my life. So um, taking that away from somebody. Um, for any matter shouldn't that shouldn't be right so um yeah anyway we can kind of support that's what we want to do as a team we, we were able to talk to uh jaylen lipen who was a teammate of his in edmonton and he talked about how you know just having luke in the in the locker room um made such a difference to so many guys you know, for a lot of them it was kind of their first opportunity to know somebody part of the lgbtq community you know and, and knowing luke and, and how he really just opened their eyes to the whole thing what's it been like to have him as a teammate Luke's been awesome. I mean, uh, he's a veteran presence in our room and, you know, everyone respects him in our room, you know, just with everything he, he's gone through and, you know, um, the experience he brings, I guess. Um, so, you know, he, he's a huge part, a huge part of our team and a huge voice in the room for sure. Yeah, like he's my D partner and uh, we work well together. Just like having him in the room, like um, it's been it's been awesome. Like I think, like uh, Al said, everybody respects him. Everybody um, listens to him. He's one of the nicest guys, and you can kind of talk to him about anything. So um, it's been awesome having him. Um, he's made a huge impact on our team, and um, he's done great things for hockey as a whole. Just kind of telling his story and um, getting kind of the the hockey community involved with uh, all of it. You know, one of the things we've really enjoyed this season being around the Blackhawks and covering them is been talking to head coach Luke Richardson. You guys got a little bit of exposure to him in training camp and development camp, but he loves breaking down the X's and O's of hockey. Like I think that he talks, breaks down defensive plays in his sleep. Uh, how exciting is that for young young players knowing that eventually you're going to get to have a guy that just makes it simple and explains everything and is a great communicator um, you know how, how is that for you guys coming up knowing that you're going to have a coach like that yeah I think uh, definitely for me there was you know uh, at camp I wasn't uh, I was out with a concussion so I wasn't always in the in the meetings or doing the practices for for these guys, you know, drawing up the plays and, and showing what kind of systems they're running. So, I think for me, the one thing that sticks in my mind is when I when I first came back, you know, he he pulled me aside and he he actually drew out like every every little detail and, and talked to me one on one and, and let me know I'm I'm okay to ask questions and you know don't be nervous, just go out there and you know if I have questions, ask them. I think that was that was super that was super important for me and to get out there and to do that and for him to do that that was that was awesome and i'm really thankful that uh you know that he was there Cole, we saw you with uh during the preseason uh find a little bit of chemistry with lucas reichel and we've seen him here for the last uh the last handful of games he's gotten his uh, another call up and he's probably played the best stretch what's it been like to play with reichel i know it's a really short amount of time you got to play with him that's for sure but uh that's kind of the guy who of all the prospects arriving he's going to be the first one here so what can you tell us as a, as a guy who's who's shared a line uh with lucas reichel what kind of player he's what kind of player he is yeah well obviously you guys watch him he's he's a very good skater he's very 
very gifted offensively. I think that's probably the biggest thing. He is, you know, when the puck is in his hands, there's a very high percentage chance it's going to go in the back of the net. So playing with him was was unreal. And you know, he's he's a guy that he can find you and he, and he can put the puck in the net. So you know, when uh, we were playing together there in the, in the rookie tournaments, it was you know, it was very. Very good, you know, giving him the puck and just kind of find open space for him to give it back to you because you know he's going to try and find you. So I think that uh, that worked well for us. I can't help but notice you guys got, you know, the, the three backwards hats. Are you uh, are you hiding any any playoff mullets under there or anything like that? Or you guys you guys got some, uh, some, some team building thing that you guys are going to do, playoff beards? I think uh, I think Nolan's got the, the early yeah, jump on that. Yeah, I got a little jump on the beard department right now, but uh, I think Kev's going to have a mullet after tonight. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, oh, some, man. some of the guys we got in the aisle might get one too. So we'll see. <laughs> gotta do it for the team yeah i just got yeah. my first actual haircut in, in a while so i'm trying to hide it for a bit here <laughs> i'll let it go back haircuts uh, are overrated yeah yeah you can talk to greg about that um so you know since you guys have been you know teammates this year um you know, you've 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 obviously known each other uh, a little bit through being prospects, but now being being teammates, um, I got to ask a couple a uh, couple good teammate questions. Uh, who is the worst DJ in the locker room? Like when you guys give the music over, who's the worst of the three of you? The worst, the worst three? <laughs> oh, I never play music yeah. in the locker room. I was say, we don't really, we're yeah, not really on that department. Music, but, I mean, if I had oh, to guess, okay. it'd be Kevin. Oh, yeah. Just, it's just country stuff. It's just oh, a good guess. Good, yeah. I think it's just a good guess to go with Kevin. You never know. <laughs> you never know what I'm doing. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, so I guess on on music, one thing I've always always wondered about with uh with warm ups, it seems like a lot of warm up music tends to be like this like house music like remixes and, and stuff do you guys get amped for that or is there is there like do you have any control over that like with the you know with the the music for uh for seattle at your home place do you say like hey can you play xyz a little bit more or a little bit less of this like what what gets you guys jazzed before a game i don't know who yeah. our warm-up play yeah like. i think it's pretty good though yeah it's, it's pretty good best, one of the better yeah. for the uh, teams in the league but i think it's yeah, no, I think I think the, those warm up tunes are good. I think those those kind of like, like you said, like the remixes ones. I think it gets a lot of the guys yeah. going, a lot of the juices flowing. And uh, yeah, I think the music is a is a big part of preparation for hockey players. I think in the dressing room and, and then warm ups, you know, just kind of get that uh, get that feel, get that amp up. And yeah, like a lot of uh, some guys sometimes we switch to old rock and roll, you know, a little bit of Nickelback, and that, yeah. that gets that gets the guys going as well. Old rock and roll is Nickelback. I'm sure Greg and Terry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, all that new music. Um, yeah, yeah, stuff from my 30s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we got some questions from the uh, chat. We want to get to. You guys have been super generous with your time. We're going to let you go here, like 30, 40 minutes from now. So just hang tight. No, we just got, we just got a couple more. We have one from Bex, uh, and Bex wants to know what are your official locker room nicknames. Yours is Docker, Porch, and Big Al. <laughs> Big, <laughs> Big Al, that's good. It's not like uh, it's 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 hard to add the er to yours, Nolan. You can't be like Noller, Aller. 
It just yeah, seems like it's such, a, it's such an easy way to <laughs> yeah. do it. No, he got he got Ow. he got big Al. Yeah. <laughs> stuck to him a little month ago when he started yeah started yeah. dropping the gloves and beating up a few guys. So <laughs> there you go. You got to get playoff ready. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Tough you yeah. <laughs> if, if in doubt, just throw the ER on there and you're good to go. <laughs> uh, and what's the? I someone asked this earlier in the chat. I, I missed who said it. I'm sorry, but have you noticed? I know. Uh, Seattle, you know, new in the league in the NHL. Have you noticed like a, a big hockey buzz in town? Are people really jumping in on the on the Kraken? Seems like it. Yeah, I mean, it seems like the city's buzzing around hockey. I know here here we actually get really good fans. I mean, yeah, quite a good turnout each night, and the fans are all into it. So it's our fans are awesome here. Yeah, I think just like we had a we were downtown and there's just a lot of like kind of like um crack and merchandise and just stuff like that so um and a lot of the billets they go to all the games and have season tickets so um yeah i think it's just kind of thing that's kind of helping us in seattle um with the thunderbirds having the the crack and the team is kind of making more buzz around around the city all right we got one more and then we'll let you get to that barbecue uh i know you're not gonna be focusing on the nhl playoffs for a little while at least you got your own playoff run that hopefully ends with a few days in cam loops and uh but when it comes down to watching the stanley cup playoffs now there's no wrong answer here because the blackhawks won't be there what, what team uh, are you going to be pulling for uh for the stanley cup playoffs well, I mean, I got the Oilers. <laughs> I mean, I'm from Edmonton, so <laughs> I'll probably go to a few of those games if you know if they're still playing when when we're back, and and hopefully hopefully they do it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'd have to look, but uh, we'll probably do playoff brackets as a team. So whatever one I pick to win, that's what we're <laughs> I'm with I'm with Docker too. I watched Oilers growing up, and you know they're kind of close to where I'm from, so. Probably watch them. Watch, watch McDavid. Yeah, McDavid. yeah. You could do worse. You could do worse than watching Connor McDavid. That's yeah. always a good time. All right, wait. We we've gotten through this entire show. You guys have had the chance to play with Connor Bedard. You've got to tell us what it's like, because that's that's the guy. After just so you guys know, we do a post game show after every show, and then to end the show, we end it with a with a draft simu- like a draft lottery simulation. Because we're just chomping at the bit to have Connor Bedard come to Chicago. So those of you that have played with him, let us know what it's like. Yeah, um, you know, for for me, definitely. I actually never I never met him before I went there, and uh, about a week before we went to camp, I, I played versus him, and you know, going into that game, I was really adamant on not letting him get a point or you know do anything, and I was trying to get him shut him down or whatever. But when I finally got to meet him, you know, he was. What he does off on the ice is you know incredible. Everyone sees, but you know what he does off the ice is you know it sticks out to me. I think uh, he doesn't need to be that guy, but he is that guy who you know reaches out and talks to everyone and sees how, sees how they're going and, and what's going on. And with with me when I separated my shoulder, like he didn't have to come and talk to me during those game days. He, he was he had other stuff to focus on, but you know was come reaching out and seeing seeing how I was doing and, and what was going on, just sitting there and chatting with me. You know that was that was huge. That was a that was a big thing I noticed with him. Yeah, like Doc said, he has high character. He's a he's a guy that kind of dedicates his life to hockey. He doesn't. <laughs> Um, take any shortcuts. He does everything you need to do to be the best, you could say. So, um, and yeah, obviously he's play on the ice. He's got kind of everything he can. He can dish the fuck. He's got that. Um, he's got that shot, that vision, skating. He's got everything. So, um, and yeah, I think it's just a testament to his hard work. Um, and that's something that he just, like I said, dedicates his life to. So, um, yeah, if the Hawks, if the Hawks talking to be great, I think he's going to be um, a hell of a player in the NHL. 
yeah, like like these guys said, I mean, obviously I hope Chicago gets that first overall pick so they can take him. But um, yeah, it's crazy. So do we. Guys on the ice, I mean, trying to defend him in in the practice when, when he's coming down on you on camp, you're kind of a little a little bit nervous when he's coming down on you. But um, you know, uh, like these guys said, he's even he's even a better guy off the ice, which is uh, the best part about him. That's great to hear. And if he gets to Chicago, he's going to have to break that streak of never having junk food. Because it's, yeah. it's just not, he's just not going to have a choice here. There's, there's no way. Yeah. All right, fellas, we want to thank you for your time. You've been incredibly generous. Thank you so much. Uh, good luck against Kelowna. Game start on Friday. Colton Doc, Kevin Korczynski, Nolan Allen. There is a trio of the future of the Chicago Blackhawks. Can't wait to see you guys uh, in town this summer and hopefully in the fall as well. Thanks for your time. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks All for having us on. Take care. Enjoy that barbecue. I want to go to the barbecue. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of junk food, let's get some of that <laughs> WHL barbecue. Hey. Yeah. What's on the menu? I gotta. I wonder. Whoa. I wonder what hey. the, uh, what the menu is on that. Uh, I, ever since they talked, probably about a lot of probably a lot of chicken breasts and uh, you know. Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah. got like a big it's, thing of pulled pork and. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably not. It's probably not brisket and mac and cheese and mashed yeah, potatoes and cornbread. Chicken and breasts stuff. and Impossible Burgers. They're just, they're just <laughs> growing up uh, eggplant. Not a bun in sight. It's. it's <laughs> Yeah, it's probably cauliflower mac and cheese with chickpeas and stuff. Well, I, that, look, that was that was really good. I, I what, what a couple of things stood out to me is the how definitive they were about the Luke Prokop and the Pride tape display. Like, yeah, like why wouldn't we do that? Like, of course yeah. we're going to do that. Like, everyone deserves a chance to play this game, and like it was just such a no brainer for them. And I don't know if it's a generational thing or it's because they're teammates with Prokop, but the three of them were like, yeah, like. Of course. Why wouldn't we do that? Of course we're going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, like we've, we've kind of had these, these uh, conversations this past week or so. And, um, you know, I, I always kind of come back to the, the fact that, you know, kind of the, the generation behind us is, is it thinks differently. And, and I think that that's kind of going to be where I think we see a lot of <clears throat> change and, and, and progress in, in, in hockey. And um, I think, you know, even this as, as much as the headlines have been grabbed by kind of the negative around uh, around the the lgbtq plus community in 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 hockey there's been a lot of positive that's come out too there's been a lot of teams that have that have done really well uh, at the at the nhl stage and a lot of guys spe- specific players um kyle pozo matthew kachuk um I, uh, rasmus Dahlin, like like these guys that like you know were were actually coming out um, and being vocal, Zach Hyman, too. Uh, Zach Hyman, Connor McDavid, like what, what, what bigger voice do you need in, in the NHL to, to, to be vocal and be supportive than, than Connor McDavid? Like it's, um, I think there's, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of positive that just unfortunately hasn't gotten as much light, but I think it, it definitely should. And I think that, I think, I think there's, there's some hope in the future. Um, both both off and on the ice i think these 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 guys it's it's fun to talk with them it's fun to get their you know get their perspective um for where they're at you know in in their seasons in seattle which i mean look up and down the roster in seattle like there is just tons of talent there like i'd be shocked if they're not playing well into may and june um and and maybe even challenging for a memorial cup like that would be a lot of fun to see for those guys for sure that was a lot of fun uh they got there's 
there's a lot of talent coming up through the Blackhawks prospect system, but there also seems to be some good character coming through too. And that that's three examples of it. And that's just as important, if not more important than the talent is having good guys. And, and you got some good chemistry working with those three. It's going to be fun to get them here. And, and hopefully they, they come up through the ranks together. I got a sneaky feeling that if Colton doc uh, becomes a, a long time NHLer here in Chicago, he's going to be a, a favorite of both the fans and the media. I think it, that that's that's a that's a quote waiting to happen right there. Uh, <laughs> could have some fun with him over the next few years. I also yeah. appreciated their polish as they were referring to each other, so you knew who was going to talk next. And I was like, they're yeah. doing our job for us." Yeah, they're we were we were worried time. about the audio only version of this, but I think we got. Uh, yeah, they've had some training up there in Seattle. That's for sure. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. ready to go. I've I've talked to enough kids through the AHL to to know that they these guys these guys know they're going to be meeting media f- for a long time. So they're they're getting it in now. So mm-hmm. that was that was really great stuff. I did. I thought it was cool how Korchinski and Doc kept looking over at Nolan Allen. Like he was like the like they were getting permission. <laughs> well, he is the only one with the beard, so. And I have to say, and maybe it's just me. Does he does he bear a striking resemblance to Tuomo Rutu a little bit? No one. Yeah, a little bit. They kind of look alike. Maybe it's because I'm always thinking about Tuomo. That could be why. Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to trust your opinion on the Tiomo Rutu because that's your guy. I couldn't pick Tiomo Rutu out of a oh freaking lineup God. right now if I wanted to. All right. Sorry. Yeah, gonna it's does, been a while since I've had to watch him. He does a, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I really, I, that that's only fresh in my mind because I fired up the old original Xbox and was playing some uh, NHL 07 the other night. So, so he looks at least like a pixelated Tuomo Rutu. <laughs> yeah. Well, they got the, they got the headshots in there. So yeah. I was like, yeah. it's a refresher for me. Yeah. yeah. Nolan, Nolan Allen definitely has that. If you, if you ran into him, had no idea who he was and you just ran it, ran him at some random Starbucks or whatever, you'd be like, that guy probably plays hockey or at <laughs> a barbecue. That, yeah. He's got that look. Uh, Maybe no, they weren't looking at Nolan. Maybe they were looking at the baked beans or something getting, yeah, getting put out. Something, something, like, some food was coming out at one point. Teammates were probably teasing them with hot dogs and burgers. Like, look at us eating. Well, you got to talk to these clowns <laughs> in Chicago. <laughs> uh, Nerfin says, Greg, I only counted well, uh, five. Well, obviously is in that interview. But I could have missed a few. Five shots isn't that bad, though. <laughs> so there you go. It's not yeah. too bad. You can you yeah. can you can get through that at lunch and go back to work if yeah. you wanted to. I was also excited <laughs> about their, how much they like Connor Bedard as a dude. Like that, yeah. that was you know the fact that he's like oh yeah he's down to earth and we'll talk to you and check in on you. He doesn't have this like I'm here and you're here sort of a feeling, which is true. Uh, it's kind of the case. <laughs> but yeah. the fact that he doesn't have that attitude is is huge. And if you know, a kid comes in and is a jag that doesn't go over well with guys. So, yeah, I mean, everything you hear about the kid is he's going to be just great. And it's good to hear that the off ice stuff with Bedard is just as good. So, yeah, I mean, for, for a guy like that to be, you know, as a, as a 16, 17 year old, and then into his draft year, um, be named captain, uh, of, of a junior of his junior team like sometimes those are just handed over you're the best player so you're the captain but I, I i get the sense with bedard that it was it was a little bit more than that like he's actually got you know some 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 high high quality characteristics that uh that you know as a person um it's uh it's it's a good thing and, and that's to, to greg's point earlier you know quality character is is something that kyle davidson is is definitely put a uh an emphasis on and i think you know with bedard 
you're probably going to, you're probably going to get it with Fantilli. You're, you're, I think you're going to get it as well. And those three guys too, like Colton doc before he was traded was captain in Kelowna. Nolan Allen before he was traded was captain with, uh, with, with Prince Albert. Korchinski has been, uh, you know, a, a leader either wearing a letter or not. Like he's a leader in, in the Seattle locker room. Like, you know, th- those, those guys are, have the, uh, you know, have a little bit of the, the the it factor when it comes to you know being being young guys, but being able to be you know leaders of 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 their peers, which is which is really important. So I think you know it's 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 no coincidence that uh, you know all three of them are in the Blackhawk system, and all three of them are 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 pretty good leaders on and off the ice. Yeah. Yep. As we've noted many times in our rebuild reports throughout the season, there's a lot of letters within the Blackhawks prospect mm-hmm. system uh, on the front of the jerseys. So that's good. You know, when, when you've got guys who are 17, 18 years old that are willing to take on leadership roles, that's just, just tells you that it's team first mentality and uh, it's, it's exciting. And, and to hear them talk about Connor Bedard makes me want the Blackhawks to lose every game from here on out, even more <laughs> to give us the best shot at that. Cause you know, you're getting the all world talent, but it sounds like you're getting an all-world human being, too, and that's awesome stuff. Yeah, Nolan yeah. Allen flat-out said it. I, I hope the Hawks get the first overall pick so you can play with them. <laughs> me, too. <laughs> yeah, same, dude. You're not alone in that, Big Al. You're not you, alone. You and me both. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to see would... the mullets. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be fun. That was keen of you. I thought they were just, you know, because I, I, I picked my daughter up at school, and every boy in, of that, you know, tween age, 12 13 14 they've all got the head on backwards and the you know so i didn't, oh, I didn't yeah. make much note of it but yeah you you caught on to that quick mario well done well i just figured you know you know it's it's junior juniors playoffs time usually it's it's either team mullets or beards or they dye their hair uh you know bright white yellow you know old, yeah. like like m&m used to have it like they all do something they can't they can't funky. do the beards they're a little too most yeah, of them not all of the them beards. can yeah, not all of them can I don't there's a lot of NHL players that can't do playoff beards so That's yeah they, they do something with the hair yeah definitely I mean it took it took Jonathan Taves about to the 15 run before he could actually fill in his entire beard that's true before <laughs> before before the chin strap connected I did like yeah. the Wolverine though the Wolverine looked good on him yeah the Civil oh, yeah. War the Civil War look <laughs> yeah that was pretty good yeah yeah Oh, that was a lot of fun. Mario, uh, Mario made that happen. Great work, Mario. Thank you. Um, here's a, here's the deal. If you enjoyed that podcast, we're going to ask you to smash that like button as we always do. We're going to ask you to subscribe to the podcast on YouTube. We're going to ask you to subscribe on the podcast apps as well, but a special challenge today. If you love that episode or there is an episode of this podcast that you love, share it with one friend that you know will enjoy it. A Hawks fan friend, a hockey friend, fan friend, a Seattle Thunderbirds fan that you know share this episode and let them know about us that's our challenge to you for today uh share the episode with at least one friend we would greatly appreciate that uh, and with that we're going to wrap things up we're going to be back tomorrow night after uh the hawks and blues tangle at the united center and we'll talk to you after the game and one final reminder that DraftKings sportsbook is the official betting partner of chgo and all city download the app and use promo code chgo when you sign up so for greg and mario i'm jay we're going to wrap things up on the chgo blackhawks podcast We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 